Guys, it is officially 2023, just so you guys know. If you guys think this is 2022 right now, you are completely wrong. It is 2023. The year is over. It is time to start working on your deals for January. That's how this works. You build all your momentum this month going into January. And when people are sitting there setting their goals for, here's my goals for 2023. Meanwhile, I was building up all of my momentum in December of 2022. So welcome to Sunday Service, guys. We're going to be talking about what's going on in the upcoming market, some pretty cool things. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Excited to have you guys here. Cody, have you gotten the internet people to get your internet plugged in hardcore into the wall or what? They installed like three other things in my house and they said the only other way is they're going to have to run a line through my attic and... They just haven't done that yet. Cox didn't really want to do it. So I need your hookup. Run the line through the attic. Do the attic thing. I can see I can see you glitching out. But guys, we are super excited to be here. I'm so sorry I wasn't here last week. I was uh, texting Cody right before Sunday service. And I was lucky enough to be sitting across the table from Elena Cardone, Grant Cardone, Pete Vargas, Jared Glant, all the people over at Cardone Enterprises and having a private dinner with about 15 other people. And Cody goes, oh, dude, you do not want to leave that situation. Um, I know Sunday service is amazing, but you're only in Miami in that dinner one time in your life. So it was amazing. And uh, thank you guys for letting me skip out last week. I wanted to sit there and absorb everything that he was talking about. Here's what's happening. Okay, just let me get right into it real quick. I'm sitting here talking to Grant. Obviously, they've got, they've raised a billion dollars in private capital. They have literally six, $700 million sitting in cash right now, sitting in their war chest, in their coffers. And they have a lot of people coming to them and saying, hey man, uh, just so you know, the shiznit is about to hit the fan. And I said, hmm, what are they talking about? The shiznit's about to hit the fan, Grant. Um, and Grant says, well, let me break it down for you. And I said, I think I know what you're talking, I think I know what you're gonna tell me. And he says, what do you think I'm going to tell you? And I said, I think that you're going to tell me about the bridge financing that is going to go into default in the next couple of months. Okay. Now, bridge financing, for the, the, those of you that don't know what bridge financing is, it's very literal. Bridge, actually, it's not literal. Um, it's figurative. It is very figurative. Let me pop this up, give you guys a little uh, show of this. Okay. So, a lot of people that are buying multifamily were buying these multifamily deals a couple of years ago, two, maybe three years ago. And they were buying these multifamily deals under a tremendous amount of competition. Hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of other hedge funds were all competing for these same deals. And so the people that were winning the, the bids and buying these assets were going and getting temporary, okay, temporary financing, meaning bridge financing. Okay. Bridge means we're going to get from point A to point B. And this financing is going to bridge us. And the bridge financing has been average of 24, sorry, not 24 years, 24 to 36 months before these people right here have to refinance their debts. Okay. There are 1,400 plus, plus, plus properties, not doors, properties in the multifamily space that are going to go into default this 
next 30 days, 1,400 of them, okay? 1,400 of these properties are going to go into default because the bridge financing that they secured required them after 24 to 36 months to get a similar a similar interest rate in order to keep these assets stable. Well, the problem is 24 months ago, they were getting interest rates at 3 4 5%. Then 24 months later, they were hoping to get three, four, 5%. This debt does not exist anymore. These interest rates do not exist anymore. So now they are being forced. They are being forced to refinance because now it's the bridge, the bridge financing is over. And these properties that they bought are now going to have to be refinanced at 7%, 8%, 9 debt. And this is a major, major problem because interest rates make these properties go down in value. They go down in value tremendously. So an asset that somebody bought, let's say $30 million at the beginning of uh, 2020, now we're at the end of 2022, you would think, okay, well, no, no problem. This thing's going to be worth $40, $50 million. The problem is because of the interest rates, these assets are going to be worth what they were purchased for two years ago, or they're going to be worth less. And so now if they're going to be worth what you bought them for or less, and your interest rate is now doubled, guess what's going to happen? The majority of these asset owners are going to go into default. And when these 1,400 properties go into default, there's going to be a mass sell-off of multifamily stuff, okay? That's going to happen at the end of December, it's going to happen in January, February, March, April, and it's going to then start ramping up significantly. And so people um, need to understand the opportunity in the multifamily space. Big multifamily, medium multifamily, and small multifamily is going to go on sale over the next 24 months. Big sales, okay? So here's the thing. Travis Banks says, I'm waiting for the fire paces about to drop. I, bro, I just dropped the fire on your ass right there. Here's the thing, Zach Pate, who just actually just bought 12 units creatively, amazing stuff. You guys know that this week, this week, I'm going to be running the Gator. No, no, I'm sorry, not the Gator. I'm running the Elephant Challenge on Thursday. Wait, what day am I running it? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And Saturday. I'm running it four days. And Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. There we go. So Wednesday, starting at 1 p.m. Arizona time, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I will be teaching you guys how to reach out and look at multifamily as an opportunity. Okay, so please, if you guys have not registered for this, you guys know how epic the Elephant Challenge has been. Go to Pace J. Morby. I don't know why our team uses that link, but Pace J. Morby forward slash invite. Um, you would think we would just have like elephantchallenge.com. Um, I came up with one. I think it works. Pacegives.com. That one's an easy one. You guys can go to pacegives.com, register there. Yes, it's for everyone. Dream big two. Um, this is for everyone. Okay. Four days elephant challenge. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit different here. Okay. Because I get a lot of people telling me that once the elephant challenge is gone, they're having a hard time keeping up with making sure they're, they're staying consistent. So I'm going to add an element to this elephant challenge. And the, elef the 
elephant element, the element up to the elephant that I'm going to be adding is I'm actually going to be, um, Cody, you pause a lot, bro. You like freeze. I haven't seen it pause should, at all. You should buy a Mac. Do you I'm have a Mac a or Mac. do you have a PC? I'm using a Mac. <laughs> okay. Got it. So here's the thing. We're going to be doing elephant challenge this week. The one thing I'm adding is I'm going to show you guys, especially people that have a nine to five job that have a hard time doing outreach during the day. I'm going to show you guys how to build a business while you're at your nine to five, actually utilizing a virtual assistant during this elephant challenge. This is a common problem because what happens is I go do the elephant challenge. People start drumming up tremendous amount of leads. They start submitting offers. People are getting contracts. You see right here, here, Luis Mendoza says the elephant challenge changed my life. Okay. The problem is when I'm not doing the elephant challenge, people's normal life takes back over. And when it takes back over, those people stop making calls, stop generating leads, stop filling their pipeline. And then they forget that they probably should have been doing that. And then their excuse is this. Their excuse is, well, Pace, my nine to five. And then when I come home, like, I'm not, I just not, I'm not that motivated to do cold calling and blah, 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 blah. And I go, okay, cool. I'm going to add a spin to this. Okay. Uh, Mayher Banau says, so true, Pace. So many people. There you go. Holly Hayworth says, okay, perfect. This is perfect because my first VA is starting this week dope. Here's what I'm going to be showing you guys. I, on Wednesday afternoon, when I start the elephant challenge, I'm jumping right into it. The thing about the elephant challenge that I've done month in and month out is I've gone very, very slow for the first couple of days. We ain't doing that this time. We're jumping right in. And what we're going to be doing is I'm going to show you guys how to find a VA a company that we use is start virtual.com. You're going to want to write that down because that's the company I'll be using. I'm going to reach out to startvirtual.com. I'm going to set up a call. Cody, should I set up a call today with Start Virtual to make sure that I have time to have it booked on Thursday? Because I, I imagine I can't just, how can I book a call? Can I book a call through you or an email? How do I book a call? How do I make sure that I'm on the books to, to schedule a call to talk to Start Virtual? Yeah, so you'll just go to startvirtual.com. So what I'll do is I'll do it in the background for you right now. Okay. And actually get that booked for you. Okay, cool. So hold on. Let me let me but pull startvirtual.com. Start you can just, just go directly the there. I'll let, I'll let yeah, you yeah. book it, but I'm just going to show people what the website looks like just real quick, okay? So um, let's pop yep. this up. This is what I'm going to be doing. Now, I'm going to show you guys that the main thing I'll do is for the first couple of days, I'm going to train my VA to do my agent outreach. We have a lot of people that are doing agent outreach with their VAs and then their VA is doing one thing primarily and one thing only. And I'll show you exactly what that is here in a couple of minutes. Check this out. So if I go to startvirtual.com, let me present so you guys can see what this looks like. Boom. Okay, cool. So I can go to virtual assistance. I go in here. Let's see. Why is where's the booking call? Why is there not a booking call on the front page? The second, the first thing I should see is that. But no worries. Real estate. Where? Where do I go? Why can't I? What's going on? on? Here it. we go. Where? Get started. Scroll down. I gotta scroll left. down to click get started. get started, bro. Put a get started at the top of that page in red. Make it blowing up with bombs all over it. People want to get started. 
Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to book a call. I'll give you guys the I'll, link I'll in the side chat. I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to pull Cody off. I love Cody, but he's, he's, he's pausing and I don't like the glitches. Glitches, glitches get stitches. Okay. So there's the link. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to hire a virtual assistant Wednesday and I'm going to start training that virtual assistant immediately on how to, by watching me do agent outreach. So my virtual assistant's going to watch me. If you guys have virtual assistants, bring them to the live. Have your virtual assistants learn from me. Go to startvirtual.com. Go get a virtual assistant. Have your virtual assistant watch what I do. And here's what I, here's what I suggest to people who have a nine-to-five job, okay? What's really challenging, pay attention. I'm going to give you some really major game here. It's not going to sound like magic, but it is magic. What happens with people that have a nine-to-five job, okay? Typically, what they do is they go to their job. Really, it's not nine to five. It's like you're really, you're getting up at seven. You're getting dressed from seven to eight. Then from eight to nine, you're basically heading to work, right? Then from nine to five, you're at your job. Okay, that's a challenge. Then you get home and you're really like kind of settling in about 6 p.m. So at 6 p.m., you really only have, I'd say, two hours a day to work on your business. Maybe three, okay, depending on if you have kids or not. If you have kids, you're not going to be able to spend three hours every single evening running your business, right? Especially motivating yourself. So this is what happens. I see this all the time. People wake up and all the way from their wake up time, okay, they wake up, then they work, they come home and they settle in, right? That whole entire time frame is like seven to let's say six, okay? It's like 11 hours essentially, right? So you don't, it's not really an eight hour job. It's a, it's a 11 hour situation that gets sucked off your calendar. Then what happens is now, instead of just building your business, what you're doing is you're not building your business. This is what I see, this is the game, is that people spend an hour trying to ramp and amp themselves up to actually motivate themselves to potentially maybe make a few calls. They make a few calls, they check the box, they go, okay, I, I did enough for my business. Guys, you can't do that in any side hustle, right? whether it's printing t-shirts, whether it's trying to be a business, uh, a plumber, an electrician, whatever it is on the side, you got to put in some time actually doing the thing. And so what I like about the, the spin I'm going to put on this, especially with multifamily, is that while I'm at work, okay, this entire time frame right here, while I'm at work, my VA is going to have the goal of setting three to five appointments every single day with me with agents who are ready and excited to talk to me. So while I'm gone all day long, that when I come into the Elephant Challenge, my VA will have already done all the front end work and the agents will already expect my call and the agents will know what I'm calling about. And the agents will be like, all right, let's talk about the deal or let's talk about the property or let's talk about the multifamily situation or let's talk about your offer. Instead of me sitting there and trying to say, hey, my name is Pace Morby. Actually, the here's the worst part. Okay, the worst part of our business is when you're doing agent outreach or you're doing seller outreach or when you're doing wholesaler uh, relationships. The worst part about our business is that you go through hours upon hours without actually having meaningful conversations sometimes. Okay. And uh, man, come on, you get out of here. You got people trying to get send people to their OnlyFans. This is what happens sometimes. Okay. So this is what ends up happening. People go to work. They go to their nine to five. 
They get back home and instead of actually building their business, they're trying to re-motivate themselves to make a couple of calls. They make a couple of calls. They don't really do much. They don't get any traction. And after three days, they forgot that they were actually trying to build a business. Okay. It is literally the most important part of this entire thing. Okay. Um, Justin Thomas, this is so funny. says, what script are you using for lead generation on multifamily? Hey, brother, my brother, Justin Thomas, did you miss the part where I said we're going to be doing a, a multifamily elephant challenge this week for four days straight? Don't you think I'm going to be training you on some pretty great scripts? Okay, we're going to be training you on the scripts. Just come to the elephant challenge. And there's a couple of ways you can get to the elephant challenge. Go to pacegives.com. All right, pacegives.com. Or go to my Instagram and DM me the word. Um, actually, yeah, DM, DM me the word elephant. And I believe that it will give you the link. Okay, let me try this out. We'll try it out together. If you guys have not registered, this will be the best elephant challenge we've ever done. But let's just check this out. Um, all right. Da, da, da. I feel bad for Cody because I kick him off the screen. And um, it's not his fault. I, or maybe it is. I don't know. Let's see. Um, but do, 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 do. Let's go. Pacegives.com. Boom. There it is. Okay, so go to pacegives.com and it will forward you to the Zoom registration. As you guys can tell, we just go do, it's a Zoom. There's no webinar, there's no charge. This is 100% free. And we'll be doing the Elephant Challenge right here. Here's our times, December 7th, 8th, 9th. All the times are right here, guys. 1 p.m. for the first three days, 7 a.m. for Saturday. Okay, and we will be going, I believe, four hours every single day showing you guys how to do multifamily outreach, go to pacegives.com, okay? Go to pacegives.com. Um, and if you guys are trying to get into multifamily, it doesn't even matter, really. Multifamily, single family, it's the same exact thing. You just need to pick up the damn phone. And I find that the people that um, do the best are the ones that show up to challenges and actually just follow along. It's pretty simple, okay? Will you upload it on YouTube? Yes, I will upload it on YouTube. I always upload my free stuff on YouTube, Okay. Um, this one's a really good one. Real Estate Investing Rewind says, if you really want to get amped up prior to Wednesday's new challenge, go watch the previous ones on Pace's YouTube challenge, challenge or channel. You'll be addicted and way more than ready. So let's check that out. If we go to youtube.com forward slash Pace Morby, you will get people. Ooh, look at that. We just had 114,000 subscribers. That's pretty good. Okay, so check this out. If I go down to my playlist, I wonder if my team has put an elephant challenge playlist together. Okay, it doesn't seem like they have. But let's go Pace Morby Elephant Challenge. And let's see what we've got. There it is, Elephant Challenge. How to start with any in real estate with nothing. Elephant Challenge. This was a month ago. And then we did one a couple months ago, two months ago. And then here's another one four months ago. Okay. So the ones four months ago is our first Elephant Challenge. That was cool. And then um, go watch the one that we've done three so far. We've done three elephant challenge that last. Uh, the first elephant challenge was two weeks long. The second elephant challenge was four days long. The third elephant challenge was four, day long, four days long. And then the um, elephant challenge this week will also be four days long. Okay. Um, Mark Hansen says, does Privy work in Canada? I would tell you Privy does not work in Canada. 
nor why, why do you want it to work in Canada? That's a better question. Why don't you just virtually do stuff down here? You know, like I, nothing against Canada, but there's, I have a lot of things against Canada. Your, your guys' banking system, your laws, your government, you guys are a socialist regime. I'm not hating. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying from a real estate standpoint, your real estate situation up there is kind of funky. Okay. Your, your real estate situation up there is funky. All right. So, oh, he says, read the rest. Uh, Mark Hansen. I don't, I don't know. Did you make like 17 different posts? Oh, he says not for Canadian properties, but does it lock ID the program? Oh, so sorry, Mark. Thank you. I'm an, I'm a knucklehead. Thank you. Um, yeah, it does work from Canada. Yes, it does. So if you guys are trying to get on privy, um, we will be using privy during this. So you can go to start with uh, start with privy.com. Um, what's funky about it? Sean, are you Canadian? If you're not Canadian, then why do you care? If you are Canadian, just move to America and you'll be more successful in real estate. I'm very sorry, but it's very true. Um, Darren says, Mark, can't say personally privy is blocked from Canada, but you could use a VPN. There you go. Darren's a smart man. So here, here's what we got going on. And if whatever questions you guys have tonight, give them to me. Oh, Sean says, I'm not. Cool. Then you don't need to worry about it. All right. You don't need to worry about it. Ooh. Anthony says, hey, Pace, I was watching your video on the Wilson Street property that you converted to a battered women's shelter. Who should I speak to at CBI to help me get started in group homes? Now, Anthony, I love you. I appreciate you. You are a great guy. Let me show you a couple of things, all right? Let's go to the interwebs, and I will go to CBI Arizona. Arizona CBI is Community Bridges Incorporated. Somebody's going to be asking right now, what's CBI? I don't know what CBI is. Well, guys, CBI is a um, nonprofit that is all about integrated behavioral health care. Okay. What they do, if you guys are looking for buyers for assisted living facilities, um, if you guys are looking for buyers for um, look at this detox from opioids, opioids or alcohol. So this is for sober living. So if you guys are trying to find battered women shelters, you guys are trying to look for um, patients, you guys are trying to look for buyers, CBI in Arizona, okay? I don't know about what it is in other markets. Let's, let's try this. Let's go Chicago, behavioral health department. Let's do that. Chicago. Okay, Chicago Behavioral Hospital, Chicago Mental Health Clinics, North River, Mental Health Centers, City of Chicago. There you go. Okay, theirs is not called CBI. Theirs will be called something else. So you can see how fast a Google search can really put us in a powerful situation to start making some phone calls. Now, Anthony, I don't make those phone calls anymore. Somebody on my team does. Um, but a simple Google search will put you in the right place to win. And what I would be doing is going up to about or contact and I'd say, contact us. Here's their phone number. If they don't answer, what do we always do? We go down to their office. We go down to their office. We actually build a relationship with whoever's at the front desk and we hang out with them. Okay. That's what we do. Um, odd question. Can I, v, can I JV with people in my target market during this challenge until all my LLCs are formed? Yes. 100%. We have a lot of people that are going to PCS to get their LLC set up, but it takes a couple of weeks. And they go, oh my gosh, I don't want to miss out. I know I need, I know I need an LLC. Pace tells me I need an LLC all the time. Okay. Um, okay, we got people coming in a little bit late. Jason Baca says, 
What happens if you don't pay the bridge loan back in 24 months? Can the they foreclose? Bro, they don't just can they foreclose. They do foreclose. They take the property back 100%, okay? Um, down payment was the issue for me. What should I have done differently? I don't know what you're talking about, Besnick. I'm so sorry. You must be talking about something you said up in the chat a little bit ago. Hey, so I had a deal UAG for 690K. Long story short, at first, the seller agreed to pay closing costs. Then my lender pulled out. Secondly, he came back with a 5% seller financing. Deal fell through. Oh, I see what he's saying. Um, and then Besnick says, follows up and says, down payment was the issue for me. What should I have done differently? Maybe change up your exit strategy. If the down payment's your problem, then find a buyer. Why are you, why are you coming up with the down payment? With creative finance, I can assign a deal. So if this was a deal, why didn't you just assign it to somebody who didn't have the same down payment issue that you have, right? Um, or why couldn't you have um, brought on a partner? There's literally 800 people on Sunday service right now. And the 800 people on Sunday service, you think there's a couple bucks in here? I can tell you the average sub two community member has $60,000 plus of private money to lend out. Okay. There's a lot of people in the Gator tribe in here. And if your down payment was the problem, why not partner with people? That is the purpose of us doing a live, a live podcast, man. It, my life would actually be a lot easier if I just did a 30 minute, 45 minute recorded podcast at any time during the, the week. But instead what I do is I go, you know what family and wife that I would love to be cuddling with in bed right now on Sunday night at seven o'clock or seven 30 at night. Um, I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of people, um, on YouTube and I'm going to help them with their real estate business and help them get a jump start on the week. And I'm going to do it live sweetheart so that I'm tied to that time for the rest of my life. But it's really important for me to do it sweetheart because I want to give people like Besnick the ability to work with people and network and hang out and get private money and get partnerships. That is the purpose of doing um, Sunday service live. Okay. Sunday service is done live for that exact reason. Okay. Um, Hector says, I have a seller in Colorado. They, they have over $400,000 in equity with a remaining balance of $31,000. Cool. Um, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do tonight. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to give you guys a link in the side chat. Okay. Do not click on this link. Do not click on this link if you do not have a question and you do not have a good internet, good lighting, and good audio. If you're somebody on an Android phone and you have a question, I'm sorry. Yes, I discriminate against people that have Androids. You don't take yourself seriously, so you bought, you basically, you know, it's, it's the difference between do you have metal silverware in your house or do you have plastic silverware? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Invest in yourself. Give, get yourself something nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you guys um, the link to come on the live and actually ask me a question. Okay, let's have a conversation. Click on it. It says streamyard.com forward slash a bunch of letters. It will let you come on here and ask me a question live. If you don't have good video and good audio, I will kick you off just like my partner. Okay, he has bad internet. So kick his ass off. I love him, but I am about to, I, if, if I see somebody that I'm doing a podcast with glitching out, I'm like out, bye, gone. Okay. So here's what we're going to be doing for people that tuned in just a couple of minutes ago. This week, the Elephant Challenge is going to be all about agent outreach on multifamily properties. 
I'm going to be teaching you guys the scripts. I'm going to be teaching you guys how to underwrite. I'm going to be teaching you guys how to have these conversations. We're going to have a freaking blast with this. But I'm going to help squash a lot of your guys' biggest issues. Okay? A lot of your guys' biggest issues is that you guys work a nine to five. Okay? Just like I used to. And actually, in a lot of ways, I still do. With all the businesses we own, I still have a lot of responsibilities outside of my real estate business. But still, it is a valid excuse when you're first starting is that I'm freaking, freaking busy. Okay, so let me go through this one more time for the people that tuned in. I'm going to be, I think, Cody, did you get me an appointment with Start Virtual yet? He says yes. He's gave me, he gave me the thumbs up. So do we, do we know what time my appointment is on, 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 on Wednesday? You're muted. Let me unmute you. Oh, you have you got for me. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Arizona time on Wednesday. One. Okay, so right at the freaking start of the elephant. Like, we're literally, like, go, jumping right into it. If you guys are not on time, you're going to miss this whole entire freaking I, thing. I can move it to 1.30. I just put it out. I just didn't know what time you wanted it. Do, do 1.30. Give me 1.30 so I can do a warm-up with, with everybody and say hi to everybody. We'll do 1.30. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll change 130 it. 1.30 Wednesday, Arizona time. Guys, Arizona time is the only time in the country that does not change our time zone. All of you other people out there living in other areas and other states that think you're smart, you're not that smart, okay? Arizona is brilliant because we don't change our time zone. I don't know what you guys are, are doing out there, you bunch of potato farmers that need to change your time zones twice a year. It's like, come on, man, we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon and we're still following daylight savings time. Um, Carly does say the elephant challenge will max out fast. Make sure you're over there early. It maxes out at 5,000 and 7,000 people are currently registered. Okay. So here we go, guys, guys, make sure we have 800 people on here right now. Go to pacegives.com. Um, and that will get you guys into that zoom link so that you guys can make sure you are registered. It's this Thursday. Let's pull it up. I'll give you guys the time zones. Cody, how you doing today, bro? Dude, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, are you mad at me because I kicked you off the live? No, I'm just mad because I paid Cox to come over here and like they did. They like did this whole thing. They like set up all these extenders and all of my rooms and like this whole setup. And I thought I was going to be good, but yeah, I get it. I've, I've been there. Okay, PaceGives.com. All right, it literally goes to a Zoom link for you to register for the Elephant Challenge October Edition registration. Okay, so um, Carly, I love you. But there's a little issue there. Let's change that up. Let's do multifamily edition registration. I hope this is the right link. I think it is. All the all the times are right, all that kind of stuff. I think our team just hasn't updated that. Let's change this to the December multifamily edition, something like that, okay? So here, here are the time, guys. For the people that want to know, this is the live. We will start at December 7th, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Uh, that will be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then on Saturday, I will be going live again on Saturday. I'm, what am I doing, dude? I should not be doing it on Saturday, but I guess we're going to do that. I'm just going hard, going hard for you guys. So that will be happening Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Go to pacegives.com. This does book out incredibly fast. Um, we get people that, unfortunately, they want to be on the Zoom because the Zoom is where I drop all the links and all the fun, like, scripts and all the fun, cool things that, and the resources that you guys need. And the people over on YouTube that couldn't get into the Zoom are like, man, why, did I, why, why can't I get into the Zoom? I'm like, because you didn't register. 
you thought I, you just thought, you know what? I'll watch it on YouTube like a freaking knucklehead. So anyway, what we did today, amazing. Penthouse 503. I'm sure that has nothing to do with an inappropriate magazine. I'm sure that has to do with the fact that you live on the top floor of your own building. I'm sure of it. I'm dead sure of it. Okay. So um, Travis Banks says, how many of us are on planes home, going home from Arizona? Guys, for anybody that doesn't know, we just had, yes, Miguel, it is live on Zoom. I don't know that Zoom allows me to do a replay, Miguel, unless you've invented technology that I'm not aware of. I would love to know, did you invent technology that I'm not aware of? Yes, if it's on Zoom, you know it's live. It is not a webinar. It is on Zoom. It is not recorded, okay? The golden ticket event was Friday. That was epic. Then we had a boot camp at my house, sales boot camp. Then we had the triple digit flip TV premiere. Cody, did you stay through the Outlaws performing? I stayed till the very beginning of the Outlaws performing, and then everyone got crazy. Yeah, yeah, it got crazy. <laughs> I was I was sipping water. You know, I yeah. was getting crazy. I fell back because when I got up on stage and they were doing like the last song, I threw my cup out there at everybody. It was full of, uh, I thought, I was thinking, oh, it's just water. Then I looked up in the air and there's a bunch of ice cubes and it was hitting, all these ice cubes are hitting people. Like they're big ice cubes. I felt really bad. I saw Cody for just a couple of seconds, but we had an absolutely amazing time this weekend for everybody that uh, is, that's, that's why tra uh, Travis was saying, hey, how many people are actually flying home right now? Was that the most epic event, though? I mean, there I felt like there was like 300 people in there. It was like I felt like I was in a club yesterday. Like that was how many people were in there. And the energy was insane. Yeah, we had 700 people come through the door yesterday. OK, I was going to say I'm like, because someone told me it was 150. We're only supposed to be there. And I'm like, there is no way. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had a thousand people. Um, we had originally invited 500 people, but then we just had all these people that kept saying, why am I not coming in? Why am I not coming in? So we had to change the venue twice. We got up to a thousand person venue. They can fit a thousand people in that, that space, which is crazy to think about. And, uh, because it was pouring rain, we only had 720 something people came, but there were like, you could barely move, right? Yeah. You could barely freaking move. Um, Isaac said 500 people snuck in. All right. So. Guys, everybody know what we're doing, right? We've got, I've got, now here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to see my VA, my virtual assistant. And I've got a question for you guys. How many of you guys have nine to fives that the number one reason or excuse that you haven't been successful is because you have a nine to five? By the way, the people that are, I see, Skip B, Dustin Siller, Maj from Colorado. I see Andre, Hector, and Jennifer. Um, I'm, I always go women first. So Jennifer, I'm going to be coming to you in about three minutes. Okay. She's like, her eyes just blew up like, Oh my gosh. Don't worry, Jennifer. I'm, I'm not that rude. I will tease everybody that has an Android, but I won't tease you about anything else. Okay. Um, Justin Seller says it's not a good excuse, but a nine to five does make it more difficult. I 100% agree with you. Um, it is a reason. Okay. There is a difference between a reason and an excuse An excuse. Uh, it's also an excuse. Okay. Why is it an excuse? Because if you have a nine to five job that's preventing you from building your business, whatever it may be, printing t-shirts, acquiring real estate, wholesaling real estate, fixing and flipping real estate, raising capital for real estate, whatever it is, if you have a nine to five job, then utilize that nine to five job as an asset rather than a liability. And what do I mean by that? 
Make sure that while you're at your nine to five job, there's somebody that is inexpensive on your team that is doing all your outreach and setting your appointments for you. So that is what I will be doing in the elephant challenge. <coughs> no offense to you guys. I don't like doing cold calling. Am I allowed to say that? I mean, you're saying you don't <laughs> like to talk to people. Yeah, I don't. I, I like talking to people. I don't like cold calling people. I don't like interrupting their day and bothering them. And so for me, I would rather have a virtual assistant do all my outreach for me. So that's what I'm going to be doing in the elephant challenge. So on Cody, just set the appointment for me. Startvirtual.com. Cody, will you give me, you, you need to tell the people at start virtual for like the visionaries like me that have no patience. I just want to click a button at the top of the website that says set an appointment. Right. I already actually took a picture of, or actually I, I took a picture of the timestamp of this video and I copied the link and I sent it to him and I told him to watch this specific timestamp so they can get that feedback. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, I will, if I'm a, vi I'm a visionary, I'm a business owner. I'm like, if your website makes it hard for me to find the button, just put the button at the top. Like, I know I got to have an appointment to, to get a virtual assistant. I totally get that. But don't make me scroll. I'm lazy, bro. I'm 40 now. I'm near. Oh, I'm nearing 40. I'm closer to 40 than I am 20. That's for sure. <laughs> so um, for me, make it easy for me. And uh, so anyway, Cody made it easy for me. He set the appointment for me. Um, one o'clock on Thursday. I'm sorry, Wednesday this week. We will be starting. And 1.30, I will be doing my virtual assistant call. I will be starting a virtual assistant from scratch and showing you guys how to train a virtual assistant how to set appointments for you. And then the rest of the four days, I will be hammering out and making phone calls and following up and doing the things that you guys want to know. How do I raise money? How do I analyze? How do I look at deals? What, what deals do I want to look at? What market do I want to be in? All these things, okay? All these things that you guys need, I will be dropping those bombs. Now, the best part about the Elephant Challenge, legitimately the Elephant Challenge, the best part about it is that, yeah, of course it's free, but that's not the best part about it. The best part about it is that the sub two community shows up and helps out, helps the people that are not in the community. And uh, that will be a lot of fun. So guys, tune in for that. Um, Paul, Paul Gem says, do not act like your age matters. You're a robot. You are correct. Okay. You are 100% correct. I am a robot. Um, Jennifer. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Look, Jennifer, your video is crispier than Cody's and you're on a phone. <laughs> it's Montana. You know, I'm in Montana. We got It's because you're the only person in Montana that's currently using the Internet. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the clean air. <laughs> right. What do you got for me, Jennifer? So we've got probably three or four properties that we're working on terms for seller finance or sub two. Okay. And um you know, as you're working with these sellers and we're working through agents and building relationships and, you know, we're trying, we're looking at trying to decide, do we want to try to um, hold these properties ourselves or assign them, but you're, you're building these relationships. And then um, if you want to assign it, I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how, the seller will feel once you've got them convinced to do seller finance or um, sub two, and then you hand it off to a different buyer. Is Jennifer, that you're, 
You're not one of my students, correct? Nope. I'm a gator, but not a substitute. How can I tell you're not one of my students? Because of probably what I'm asking. That is correct. Yep. It's a great question, though. So here's the question. The question is, by the way, Jennifer, if you are on the fence about whether you should assign or hold a deal, which mm -hmm. side of the fence do you think Pace is going to push you over to? Um, hold it. Nope. Assign it. Assign it. When you're brand new and mm -hmm. you're on the fence, the only reason you're on the fence of holding it is because holding it seems cool. It's like, oh, that's the direction. I know that's the direction I'm going to go inevitably. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm meant for that. I know Jennifer is meant for holding properties. There's in right. your mind, you are 100% meant for that. Are, are you on the same page with me? Yes. So if you're meant for that, then why would I ever assign a deal? It's like, let me just hold the deal. Right. Where, well, holding a deal requires a lot more um, knowledge, experience. And I would say above all else, confidence mm -hmm. and wherewithal. And wherewithal and holding a property is not just the way you feel about it, but it's also... You want to hear a quick little story and I'll convince you you don't want to hold it? Absolutely. I love okay, your cool. stories. Okay, so Cody and I have a partnership. Uh, this is probably four years ago at this point. We have a partnership with a couple of dudes that come into my world and go, Pace, you're the creative finance guy. We want to collaborate. Let's do something. I go, come over to the office. Let's talk. Well, Jennifer, we set up a pretty cool little business idea. Cody and I go, we're going to keep our own acquisitions going on over here. But we like these guys. They seem cool and they look like they seem like they know what they're doing. Let's go put an operating agreement together or a business, an LLC with an operating agreement. By the way, never have an LLC without an operating agreement. And the operating agreement states we will end our partnership after 50 acquisitions. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, hey, we're going to be married for five years. We're going to do all sorts of horrible things to each other. And then we're going to we're going to get divorced, right? And we're, we know when we're getting divorced. It was like, let's just check and see. When I said horrible things, I didn't mean that literally. I meant that figuratively in the bedroom. I, I was making a bedroom joke. Got it. So <laughs> we go, hey, we're going to hang out with each other for basically 50 properties. And then we're going to pause at the end of those 50 properties and see how this relationship goes. Well, guess what? We never even got to 50 properties. Okay, we got to, Cody, what do you think we got to? Like 22, 23 maybe with these guys? Yeah, yeah. It was like 20, I think it was 23. Okay, so here's, here's what the relationship was supposed to be. We were supposed to have equally divided responsibilities. Pay, uh, Cody, and, uh, Cody and one of the partners were supposed to generate leads. Pace and one of the partners were supposed to go out and, and close those deals. One of the partners was supposed to come to the table with a lot of private money. And then the other partner was supposed to help out with the paperwork and the management of things. And Cody was supposed to kind of balance it all and kind of oversee it, which is what Cody does for our, some of our other businesses. And that was all in our operating agreement. But very quickly, Jennifer, we learned that these guys were inept. They could not even balance. They couldn't even balance. I was surprised that one of them could even put their correct shoes on the right feet. After being in a relationship with, with them for a couple of months, they were, we would get calls from the sellers and they, the sellers like, Hey, my intro, I got a call from the bank. They said that you haven't made your payment. We're like, of course we've made the payment. Okay, so we had missing payments going on. He wasn't making the payments. The insurance things were set up. Oh, this is like so many problems, right? So many problems. So Cody and I ended up saying, started having conversations privately like, man, this isn't working out. These guys are not that organized. This is not that fun. Mm -hmm. 
this sucks. We're way better at just doing this stuff on our own. Let's just keep doubling down on what we're doing. Well, I don't know why we wanted to do this in the first place. Ah, right. So here's the, the straw that broke the camel's back. We had this property. Cody, what was that? Um, so this is so funny. Which Jeremy one? and Jeremy says, um, no servicing. Yeah, Jeremy, this is the thing. The partner was supposed to set up the servicing, my guy. One one of the one of them was in charge of all the administrative stuff, like the servicing and paying the bills and all that, all that good stuff. Right. So, guys, no questions. You'll you'll deviate me from the story. Okay. No questions, please. We we know what we're doing. We we were with these guys maybe three months before we severed this relationship. We bought like twenty properties together, and we ended up going. You guys keep ten. We'll take twelve, and let's just part ways. We just you and we deeded properties back and forth. It took us literally like six months to clean up the, me the mess that was created, but that's not the moral of the story. Here's the moral of the story, Jennifer. Here's what happened. Here's the straw that broke the camel's back. We bought a property, I believe it was on Palm. Cody, do you remember that one with the slab leak? Oh, yeah. The uh, No, was that the was... Uh, no, it was Palm Lane. It was Palm Lane. Yeah, it was Palm Lane. I got the memory of an elephant. This is why we call it the elephant challenge. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Okay, so... We get a slab leak in this property, Jennifer. Now, here's what we had done, okay? We had acquired this property subject to save this guy from foreclosure, and then we sold it on a lease option, okay? So I shouldn't say we sold it on a lease option because technically I haven't sold the property if it's a lease option. I'm the tenant. I'm sorry. I'm the landlord and the owner still. I've just given this guy my quote-unquote tenant potential buyer the opportunity to potentially buy it. Right. And in our agreement, it states we are not responsible for repairs because you are going to own this thing at some point. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, there was a massive slab leak. Do you know what a slab leak is? You guys don't have slabs in, in uh, Montana. You guys still have dirt floors and teepees. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, we still I ride horses and yeah. Do you guys Yellow have, um, does your copper run through your concrete or does the copper run through your walls? Both. Okay, cool. So in Arizona, there was a certain year of about 20 years where the copper was being ran through the concrete. It's not really done that way anymore. It's all it, okay. it, a little bit, but not much. It's mostly ran up through the attic and the ceilings and all that kind of stuff stays out of the concrete. But this house in particular had settling going on and the copper pipe that ran all the water was having concrete was vibrating and slowly wearing it down until it started leaking underneath the the foundation and it created this massive sinkhole okay not a big deal except for the fact that our lease option buyer calls us up couldn't get a hold of the partner that was supposed to be in charge of these things so of course of course cody has to pick up the phone there's another red flag but forget about partners i'm not we're not even talking about partners i've complained a lot about partners but this is the part that i want to express to you we had cash flowed at that point, maybe like for a year. And the cash flow was maybe like $300 a month, right? So in a year time frame, we had accumulated $3,600 in net cash flow that I could go buy whatever with. And we've put a little bit of money to the side as a buffer, right? Another $3,000 or so as a buffer. Mm -hmm. The problem is slab leak is not a buffer type of situation. We have to now, so the de the tenant, buyer calls us and goes there's a slab week we go great have fun with that it's not our responsibility look at our agreement he goes look i don't care what the agreement says i don't have the money for this 
I just don't have the money for this. I'm getting quotes of like $15,000 to fix this. I don't have 15,000 bucks. So I'm gonna have to walk away from this situation because I don't afford it. I can't afford it. So what we had to do, Jennifer, we had to go back into this tenant buyer. We had to restructure their lease option where we had to come in and pay for that $15,000 repair and restructure this, that it made sense for us that we would make money on that $15,000 reinvestment. Are you following me on this? Yep. Cool. Yep. So... I look, then we go to the partners. We go, hey guys, the bank account for this particular property on Palm Lane only has $3,000 sitting in it, but we have a $15,000 repair. So this is called a cash call. Okay, you'll want to write that down for anybody who doesn't know what this is. This is something that pops up all the time in partnerships is that when a partnership needs money, am I talking too fast for some of the people over there in Albuquerque? Okay. Yes, Alejandro Alvarez says, yes, raise the rent and add it to the price. Yes, we raised the rent, added the price. Yes, 100% correct. Um, anyway, so here's what ends up happening. We go to our partners and we go, hey, cash call. Right, so how much money do we need if the bank account for that particular property already had 3,000? 12,000. Uh, 12,000. 12, so that would be Cody pull, throws in four or Cody throws in three. I throw in three, the other two partners throw in three each. Guess what happens, Jennifer? The other two partners who we have no control over their, what purse their wife wants and what car they drive and all the things that how they spend their money. These two guys could not come up with $6,000 as a cash call. And Cody and I had to cut that check for $12,000 to solve that problem. This yeah. is going to 100% happen to you in your journey of holding properties, okay? It will happen. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the fence of like, do I wanna buy, do I wanna assign? I always push people, if you're on the fence, okay? I would tell you, typically I would push you towards the side of assigning, okay? Okay. Now, I, I know that was a very long way of answering your question. Hopefully that gives you enough, con you see why people wanna learn from me? Because my average time to answer a question is 42 freaking minutes. <laughs> it's okay? detailed though, and that helps a lot. It's the only way to learn, in my personal yep. opinion. I can't send somebody a five-minute YouTube video and expect they're actually going to learn anything, right? You need to actually have an understanding of their exact situation, et cetera. So you've got a situation, okay? Now, you've got a situation where you're like, I'm, I'm going to assign or I'm going to um, hold. Well, I already convinced you you need to assign it. So now right. that comes into the question of if I assign it, this is where you've already screwed up, okay? I teach my students that it's all about upfront expectations. Right. Okay. Um, it's kind of like if you start dating a girl and you, the girl, like you have like the stinkiest armpits of the whole world, but you're hiding it the whole time. And then you guys get married. And then once you're married six months in your wife smells you and she's like, you are disgusting. Where did this come from? And you're like, well, I've had it the whole time. I just didn't want to tell you. It's like, how dare you, you stinky armpit human being. Right. You have a situation going on. You need to have up front. But if you told somebody, if you told this girl up front, hey, just so you know, I'm a good guy. I got this, this, and this going on, but I have, I have this problem. I got these stinky armpits. Well, that, now they have a choice to do business with you or they have a choice to not do business with you. Right. So the way I train people, and there's a very specific script and process, and the paperwork is very important. By the way, the pay, whatever paperwork you're currently using, I can tell you it is going to be trash. I, I haven't done anything in... Um, any paperwork yet it's okay, all cool. verbal right now and it, or there's i haven't said i am or i'm not assigning it or anything i like would that. tell them straight so. up jennifer i would say hey 
just so you know, sometimes, this is what we do, and this is a legitimate truth for us. Sometimes we commit to buying too many properties in the same week, and we, mm -hmm. and to make sure that we fulfill all of our obligations, sometimes we'll get one of our friends or one of our colleagues to buy one of the properties that we end up committing to. Right. And as you can imagine, I'm sending out a lot of offers simultaneously. And sometimes okay. we are expecting to get two properties under contract. We end up getting three. So if I get a third one under contract, there's a small possibility, just so you know, that I might end up getting one of my colleagues to come in and actually commit to and get you the number that we promised you in our contract. Would that be okay? Now they have that expectation. So if you end up right. assigning that deal, you go, hey, just so you know, we ended up buying a bunch of properties this week. So I'm going to have one of my colleagues or somebody come along. Uh, uh, and I, I, when is a good time for me to introduce this buyer to you? I, are you asking me? That? No, I'm just, I'm, oh, that's, that's, the, that's okay. how I have that conversation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because in a sub two or in a seller finance, there's an ongoing continued liability and a continued relationship that's required. Right. Okay, so that those two people absolutely 100% emphatically have to meet, have a conversation right. and know each other so that you can truly walk away from that relationship with an assignment check. Right. Make sense? Yes. It's all in the upfront contract. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Don't spring it on them later. You can. And somebody who's skilled like me that can pivot and solve a problem um, on the fly, definitely I can handle that. But it's way easier when you just say upfront, hey, just so you know, we're submitting offers every single day, three to five houses every single day. And some weeks will buy zero, some weeks will buy five. I have no control over that because I'm negotiating and working with other homeowners. Just so you know, we've got your property. Now we've got your property under contract. We're in escrow. I'm just letting you know that there's a small outside possibility that I might end up partnering with somebody to come along and, and do this deal with me. Or I might get one of my friends to come along and just take the deal from me. Either way, you'll be perfectly set up. And I'll make sure that if one of my friends or whoever ends up buying this, they are introduced to you at some point along the way. Okay. Yeah. I am working with the sub two student too. So oh, okay. I, it's, yeah. Um, so I'm not doing any contracts outside of getting help from somebody. Okay, cool. And it's, so it's just verbal right now, just basically saying, are you interested in what kind of terms are you interested in? And then I go to the sub two student. We start working out numbers. Very good. So that's where we're at. I, yeah. I was just going to suggest that if you, if you have the, here's the thing, you know how much money I've spent in contracts? Probably about 80 grand a year, literally every single month. I'll here, let's pull up my latest invoice from my attorney. Okay. Just so you guys know, I'm not full of crap. We, Something we rewrite contracts. He actually just emailed me like 30 minutes ago. That's on a Sunday. That's how much we were communicating with, with homie, homie. <laughs> oh, with Sean. Yeah. What's our, what's your invoice? Oh, this isn't an invoice. This is for a, a suit against uh, somebody that we're having an issue with right now. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find an, an invoice. Um, da, 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 consent agreement, event, creative finance. Here, Sean. Is, actually, we should change his name to Sean St. Invoice. Sean <laughs> Moneybags. Sean St. Invoice. That's freaking great. Okay, so I got one. Uh, yeah, let's see what the last one was. Um, this is monthly, by the way. Ooh. Okay, this one's not too bad. $4,700 this month is all is what I paid. Now, what do I pay that money for? Okay, I, I have two. We have two invoices that come to us. Cody and I have an invoice from Sean St. Clair for our collective, our businesses together. 
I have a personal invoice that comes from Sean to me or the sub two community. So that $4,700 every single month, we're updating contracts. Um, we're, we're adapting to laws and regulations and things that are happening in individual states. We have an attorney that's looking at this stuff all the time. Um, I probably just on the sub two contract addendums, power of attorney, all the things that we do with sub two and seller finance contract, I probably have spent close to $200,000 on making sure that those contracts are phenomenal. So good for you. You're working with sub two student. This is what I encourage you guys to do all the time. Work with sub two students and you guys will get access to that paperwork when you guys do a deal together. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. No problem. Did we answer your question? You did. Thanks very much. Way better than answering a question out of the, um, out of the side chat, right? Absolutely. It's so hard. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> Thank you. you. Yep. TJ, what up, my guy? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Really, really good. What, what do you got for me tonight? Um, yeah, it's just a question I, I sent you over IG. Um, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, just a little context. I'm, I'm great. I'm closing on a five unit here next week. Um, and a duplex uh, opportunity fell on my lap. Um, it's kind of a childhood home. And my first thought was to use hard money. But after getting quotes it just seems like a lot and i'd be kind of tight and so i was looking at different ways to maybe rehabbing it um getting it under creative financing but i'm not sure the route to go um, okay in that regard so tj I, w I wish i could put this on a microchip and mail this microchip to everybody and they could implant it in their brain this is such an important thing for you to learn the type of financing and the and the direction you end up going, whether it's seller finance, sub to lease option, buying it with hard money, whatever it is, buying it with a traditional thing, actually has very little to do with you. It has everything to do with the seller and their situation. So is the seller motivated enough to give you creative, to give you terms? Um, I believe so. I don't know the answer to that. I do know it's all paid off and it's a, it's like a second, it's like a friend of the family. So, okay, cool. Uh, so you already have a there. kind of agreed upon price to a certain degree. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. So you have an agreed upon price. Cool. What if you go to him to, this is, this is what I teach my, my community, my students. Okay. I would tell my student, go to your seller and go, Hey, look, the, Interest rate environment, as you know, right now is crazy. It's going to prevent me from buying the deal. In fact, the interest rates are killing. They completely obliterated the numbers that I thought were good. But I can still pay you the number we agreed on. And I might even pay you a little bit more if you are willing to give me terms. And your friend's not going to know what terms are. Right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. So you want to hear you want to hear a great story of how to how to get terms and what terms are real fast and break down terms. Yes, TJ, do you want, do you truly understand creative finance? No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a really good story on how to understand creative finance real quick. Okay. So TJ, I have this brand new um, videographer. His name is Jose. He comes to my house maybe a month and a half ago. Just starts. One videographer is already there at my house. His name is Eric. A lot of people already know who Eric is. Okay. And Jose comes in. He's like, oh man, I'm working for, I'm going to be working for the sub two guy, the sub two guy, the sub two guy. And Eric, the existing, um, you know, 
senior videographer goes, do you even know what sub two is? And Jose says, of course, I do not know. Now, Jeremy thinks I'm going to tell the Ford, the Ford truck story, bro. I done did tell that on my YouTube channel 1000 times. I got a different one. Okay. So what ends up happening is Jose goes, well, no, I don't know what sub two is, but that's, that pace is the sub two guy. But Eric's like, okay, but do you know what that is? So I go, don't worry about it, Jose. I'll teach you right now. I'll teach you right now. So Jose, I go to the whiteboard and I start writing out and I go, you know what? He's not going to understand this. I mean, he's not going to understand deed and this and blah, blah, blah. Let me break it down in terms of a videographer. Okay. So here's what ends up happening. I go, Jose, have you ever shot a wedding as a videographer and made money? He says, yes. Okay. How much money have you made shooting a wedding? He goes, I can charge as much as $3,000 for a wedding. Okay, great. Jose, have you ever lacked the equipment, maybe a camera, a lens, lighting, batteries, et cetera, to go shoot weddings that you could charge $3,000 for? He goes, bro, when I was starting, I was like borrowing people's stuff that was great, was like crappy equipment. And I would overcharge my, he was like, yes, a hundred percent. Like I've always needed equipment. I go, okay, cool. Watch this. I go, what do you want? He says, I want a Sony this. I want a Sony that. I want a blah, blah, blah. I want a this, 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 this. Okay, cool. So I go on Craigslist. This literally just happened six weeks ago. I go on Craigslist and I find exactly what he wants. And I call the owner live on Craigslist for Jose. And I go, watch me, Jose. And I call the owner. He's selling this bundle of exactly what Jose would have used if he was just starting out. And the bundle is 3,500 bucks. Okay. And the seller goes, I go, hey, my name is Pace. I'm just kind of starting in uh, wedding photography. And I am wondering if you would let me buy your camera equipment for $4,000. And he's like, what? I go, yeah, I know. I know most people are probably lowballing you. Like, my best offer is 2,800 bucks. Everybody's lowballing me. I go, well, I'll do the opposite, but here's what I'm asking for in return. I'm asking that you let me make payments to you instead of giving you all the $4,000 up front. And he goes, okay, yeah, I would do that. When, when could you make the payments? And I go, well, I've got a job coming up in the next 30 days. So if you let me take the equipment now, no money down, we put a bill of sell together and you let me go make money from my wedding job. I make a couple thousand bucks. Would you let me make $500 monthly payments for the next eight months? And the seller says, yeah, when do you want to come pick up the equipment? Now, some people would look at that situation and go, okay, but other people were offering $2,800 for the camera. You, you paid $4,000. You overpaid for the camera. And I said, no, I didn't. I paid nothing for the camera. My wedding client paid for my camera for me. I didn't have to put any money down. I didn't have to have a credit card. I didn't have to have cash up front. I went and turned this into a cash flowing product and that cash flow paid for that for me. And Jose's like, I cannot freaking believe that you did this in 15 minutes. I go, bro, this is how it is. Okay. So Eric, turns out Eric records this whole entire thing. We end up releasing this to like a handful of my students and then I go to Arkansas, and I'm in Arkansas, and one of my students, um, Kimberly Coger, 
she then works at a seller finance deal on her camera equipment. And then I start getting DMs from people all the time are going, dude, I just bought camera equipment for my new YouTube channel on seller finance. This is freaking crazy. Bro, this is, this is how it works with houses. Hey, bro, let me make you payments. And when he doesn't understand that, then tell him the story about the camera. Like, hey, I can pay more. I can give you more money as long as you're willing to take it out of my proceeds. That makes sense? Yes, it does. So Very you cool. don't have to know sub two seller finance exactly, okay? You just, you got, you got to just go in there and tell a story, make it make sense. Okay. You listen to rap, I imagine. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The reason why we love rap is because rap allows us to hear a story interlaced with music. And so, um, and it's also one of the reasons why I got Andre, let's see, do I, yeah, I got Andre right here and I got big boy right here is because I love these boys for their storytelling ability. Okay. It's how you get deals done, my guy. So you got to go to your buddy and you got to tell him, hey, I want to buy this from you. The interest rate environment is killing this deal, but I'd be willing to pay the same amount or even more as long as we can work out some terms that make sense. Now, he might not want a zero down situation. Maybe he says, hey, TJ, you got to give me something down. Well, you got to work that out, bro. That's, that's your responsibility to be a great negotiator to go figure that out. And of course, I teach sales training and all that kind of stuff too, how to negotiate and how to tell stories and how to get people to box themselves in without me boxing them in and blah, 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 blah. But we're not going to be able to do that now. Now, the funny thing is you asked me this entire thing on an Instagram DM. Do you think I would have been able to give you that answer on an Instagram DM? No, no. No. I have one follow-up question to that. Of course you do, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, Let's go. But everything you said is clear. Does it matter... So it's not like an estate sale, but there's other, um, like his family is on it. So when the property is sold, like certain, like all those, like seven people get like a piece of that. Is that okay? So this, yes, it does matter. Okay. Okay. It does matter. Now the biggest deal I've been able to do on seller finance had six heirs involved. And that was a really hard one because the heirs were really hard to get all on the phone. And one heir was like, yeah, dude. I, we could sell this today for 300 grand, but after commissions and closing costs and blah, 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 we're walking away with 250. I got to cut that multiple different ways. But if you pay me 300 and you guys give us payments over time with interest attached to it, we might be able to get like 350, 375 over the next five, seven years from you. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather go that route, right? However, yeah. you need to be able to get in touch with these people and explain this process to those people. So is does it matter? Yeah, it does matter. Your ability to connect with each individual human being. TJ, do you ever play telephone? Yeah. Okay, so I tell somebody, I go, hey, man, you're hot. And the next person goes, hey, you're not. And the next person says, you suck, whatever it is. <laughs> and by the end, you're like, that is so incoherently different than what I said from the very beginning. So when you're in an air or a probate situation, which is what you're in, you're, um, you really don't want to go through one person that then spreads that message, you just say, hey, I want to present an offer to the family. Is there a way we can get on a joint call or maybe even a Zoom? Okay. Don't, play, don't let them play telephone because they'll screw up your whole entire storytelling ability and your ability. This is also why, this is why I think people have a hard time with agent negotiation is because they don't know how to talk to agents. This is what I'm super excited about with the elephant challenge coming up, okay? Um, the elephant challenge that is coming up this week is all about agent outreach, right? And I, you're going to watch me have to convey a message to another human being 
to then help them do it so simply and understand it so simply that they could go tell it then to another human being. That's a hard thing. Okay. I would even, I would venture to say the hardest part about agent outreach is not anything else except I'm playing telephone with an agent. Make sense? Yes. So the hardest part about all of this that you're going through right now is your inability to communicate with each individual heir directly unless you can work that out. Okay. That's a, that's on you. I, I wish I could get involved. I do. I help students get involved in stuff like that all the time, but you gotta, bro, you gotta find some freaking students around you. What market are you in Boston? Uh, yeah. I'm in Massachusetts. Okay. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yeah. I've gotten to the point. So I, I used to not push or like push my mentorship. Dude, I have no idea why somebody would not be in the sub two community, especially since I was just in Boston like six weeks ago, trick or treating with the sub two. I literally flew to Boston to trick or treat with my community. And you're out here trying to figure this stuff out on, on your own, bro. You, you'll never figure this out on YouTube. You'll never figure this out on a book. You'll never figure this out going to a, uh, like a, a seminar. You need a community of people that are boots on the ground. Go look up Justin Tumanowski, Suzanne Sharkey, Jeff Smith. Jeff was just here in my office. Our community is constantly working with each other, even when I'm not available. Bro, you need friends in real estate and you need people that are closing deals and doing deals in your local area so that when you have a problem, you go, yo, I got a problem. And one of the community members goes, can I just go to the appointment with you? I'll help you talk to the seller. I'll help you talk to your friend. I'll help you structure the deal, et cetera. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love when people say, are, um, are there any sub two students in San Richard Kim, I'm going to answer this question for everybody. Guys, we are the largest community in real estate. We are the most connected community in real estate. And I would venture to say we are the actual only community in real estate. Everybody else is a bunch of forums and dry ass Facebook groups. Our people actually hang out with each other. I go trick, bro. I was in, I was trick or treating with the, the sub two students in Boston. Then two weeks later, I'm in Arkansas feeding 400 homeless people. Then I jump over to Miami. Then I jump to Dallas, bro. Springfield, Illinois, of all places. We then had a big party on Friday Friday at my office with 300 or 250 students from all over the country. They all get to know each other, do deals with each other. There's not a state. There's not a city, there's not a town without a community of sub two members there, Richard Kim. And we were in San Diego five times this year. We had our largest party in San Diego this year was a little over 1,100 people, sub two and Astro community members all converged on downtown San Diego and had a big party. That party cost me 50,000 bucks and we threw it for our community. So you make sure that, and it costs you guys nothing. I just go and hang out with everybody. So there you go. Dan Quijano, he says, uh, this weekend was insane. Who was who was here this weekend? I know Rachel was here this weekend. Anyway, um, so TJ, hopefully that helps you. You need people that can help. Like I can give you help on YouTube, okay? But what happens is even like with a mentor or watching training, people that sell you training like a bunch of videos and go, hey, pay me $10,000 for a bunch of videos. Okay, now what? When I have an actual problem, who, do, who can I turn to? Because a video is not going to solve my problem. I need to be able to turn to a community of people that are all actively doing deals that have been trained by somebody that at a, high, a higher level, that when that somebody is not available, the community is available to go on physical appointments and work with you. That's what you need. You need to go look up Justin Tumanowski on Instagram and DM him and go, yo, help me out. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. 
Good question. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, later. Say, and then same thing here. Gisette, where are the Orlando students? Gisette, I was in Orlando four times this, this year. I stayed out with the Orlando students until 2 o'clock in the morning about four months ago. I went and hung out with them again until like 11 o'clock the other day, probably three weeks ago I was in Orlando. We had a, ma a party so massive in Orlando this year that the police call got called. Jerry Norton was with me. Two Mormons got the cops called on them. There's no drinking going on. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So great questions, guys, so far. I've only got 17 minutes to go. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm going really long on this. Um, but uh, I, I want to make sure you guys understand that coming up, we have the Elephant Challenge this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Go to pacegives.com. Now, one thing, we've got well over 800 people in here tonight. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for giving us some love. Hopefully the storytelling and the value has been worthy of you guys sticking around. Um, I want to tell you guys, we're going to be adding an element, a, a flair to the elephant challenge this week where I will be hiring a virtual assistant for, because for the people that have a nine to five job, they go run a nine to five job, they get home. It's challenging for them to actually build momentum, get going. And so what a virtual assistant does for me, and you guys will see this, I'm a busy guy. I got a lot of things going on. I want to be able to come home from my job and actually have appointments with agents or um, wholesalers or other investors that have already been vetted and cleared out so that when they're on my calendar, I know those people are excited and willing to talk to me. A virtual assistant does that for you. So um, I'm going to show you guys how to hire a virtual assistant. If I were you guys, I would go to, is there a link for people to book a, a call, Cody? Yeah, I'll put the uh, direct link in the chat. Okay, I'll take you directly to the booking page. Okay, so startvirtual.com forward slash bunch of other stuff, okay? Um, yeah, long one. You know what you should do? Yes. You should you should create a, a vanity domain that's like bookavirtualcall.com or something like that, and it forwards to that exact link, something like that. You know that. what I'm going to do before we finish today is I'm going to go make a quick bit.ly that links to that right now before we Love finish it. up. Very, very smart. Okay, so here we go. Um, Hooksify says, I have a nine to five and I want to learn. Well, you're going to learn on the Elephant Challenge this coming week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all right? Um, what time is the Elephant Challenge? Go to pacegives.com, real estate talks. Go to pacegives.com. Um, here's the thing is if you guys can't even make the live, I totally get it. It is completely free, just like all my free challenges. I will show you guys where you can find the times, but you will not get a copy of the live stream. <coughs> Sorry, guys, I'm recovering from a cough. You will not be given a copy of the live stream unless you are registered for it. So let's pop this up. I'll show you how easy this is. People sometimes have to see this stuff, unfortunately, because they go, man, this can't be that easy. Can't be that easy. Okay, so guys, you ever heard of Google? Do that. Go to Google. Go to pacegives.com. And if you go to pacegives.com, you will see the the times right here, December 7th. Oh, look, Carly already changed it. She said change it to the elephant challenge. That was smart of her. So she doesn't, never has to change that ever again. December 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Here's the times. Okay. Love it. These are the dates. These are the times. All you have to do is put in your name, your email address, and your questions and comments. I wonder why we have the questions and comments. I wonder why. We should change that to like who registered you or maybe even take that away. I don't even know why that's there. It's just another moment of friction, you know? 
Um, but anyway, regardless, Carly says that. Love her. She's amazing. All right, a couple of more questions. Um, if I were you guys, here's what I would do. Okay, because here's what's going to happen. When I'm on the Elephant Challenge and I've got a virtual assistant setting all these appointments, people are going to go, I missed the memo. I'm telling you right now, if you guys are not, if you guys have a nine to five job, I strongly suggest you guys have a virtual assistant that helps you out with booking appointments to build your business. Now is the time to build your pipeline. Maj, what's up, my guy? How do I do this? Can you you look good. Yeah, I can hear you. You look good. Oh. <laughs> Over here looking like an old man. I know how to use technology. Are you still in Arizona or what? No, nah, man, I'm, I'm back home. I actually missed the uh, the premiere event, unfortunately. Mm. But it looked nice. I saw you your dance moves, Pace. You are breaking it down. Yeah, I was. I was breaking it down. I'm not as nerdy as you might think, Mosh. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think you're nerdy at all. Uh, so I got a question about... Um, a third, well, it's not a third party company. It's a relocation company. This property has been sitting on the market for quite some time. Uh, Anna and I were doing some just random driving around. We went to open house. This agent uh, has been sitting on this property for about since August, actually. And he said that the sellers were using a relocation company. And that relocation company is going to be paying the sellers through their employer and also paying them a portion of the sales price as well and they paid a portion of the closing costs and um i'm wondering if we can do creative still with that have you ran into that situation before um yeah you can still do creative with that for sure they're just paying a portion of all the stuff and that money ends up going to title and escrow so <clears throat> yes you can still do creative 100 percent. okay so it wouldn't be a scenario where the sellers would have to fire that relocation company because i was thinking we could just replace them overall and cover all of that stuff like cover yeah you could do that you could do that too but no you don't need to fire them no okay and uh maj i'm going to be doing a four-hour q a tomorrow for the sub two students i'll hop you, on that okay hop on that and come give me a full um explanation so i can look at the deal and kind of break it down okay that sounds wonderful appreciate it by the way your wife did a great job on the phones the other day dude Oh, yeah, she was killing it. She's continuing that momentum into today. So it's wild seeing her work. So great. Like getting together physically is such a big deal, you know? Hey, um, I swear every time I go to these events, it just elevates my mindset. It's like something magical's in the room. I swear. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you. You. <laughs> and all, all, of us, all of us are just like pulling out the magic out of you, bro. It's cool. Hey, likewise, Pace. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for putting on that awesome event. I'm looking forward to the next one. Whenever that is. Not, we're, never not doing, we're never doing another one. Well, not the golden ticket, but I know you got something planned. You always right, got Yeah, we do. We do have something planned. Thank you, Maj. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Okay. Um, let's see. We got somebody going in the side chat. And yo, what up, guys? How you doing? Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, really Tell me, Tell me about it. You guys are new sub two students. You got some sort of deal closing tomorrow. What do you got going on? Yeah. So um, this is the story. So a month ago, we... Uh, we're under contract with this duplex. We are trying to uh, convert it in a, into a quad. So uh, we had a um, Harmony loan already, but then like two days before closing, the seller wanted to back out because uh, the terms for him, it was, you know, not making sure. Um, numbers were not working. No, yeah, they were not working for him, the numbers. So uh, that's when we decided just to offer him like, hey, what do you think about if we just take, you know, uh, your Harmony loans? Because 
actually his harmony alone was with better terms than the ones that we were getting. This is the beauty of sub two. Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, actually, the code for us, it was like 13% um, interest rate and four points uh, during closing. And his interest rate was uh, 80 is 9%. And then, of course, we yeah. have this, this goes back to my, I had this Instagram post like a couple months ago where I talked about, I said, why would I pay off your loan? I got to go get another loan to pay off your loan. And the only people that make money in that situation are two freaking banks. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys structured this deal properly and the seller's interested in letting you take over his hard money loan? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. great. So what's the question? So we already have the, um, the assignment is, well, this is the first time we do this creative. Uh, oh, so you're assigning this deal. Yes. No, we're not assigning. No, no, we're not. No, 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 we're not. So we uh we do flips and new construction and everything. So what we're gonna do is just you know uh do the whole flip and and okay. then refinance the property. So um basically the question is we already have the sales contract, but we have no idea if it's well written or not. We have already tried, you know, to go with attorneys and everything, and we have reached the community. Okay, so Adriana, you guys are like brand new students, right? Yes. yes. We okay. Just, so here's, uh, here's what, here's what I'll do. So I want to tell you guys something. Do you guys know about all the cool bonus zooms that we do every week? Uh, so we just sign up like three days ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the last, I'm telling you right now, the last week is the only week that I have not done like tons of zooms. So okay. yeah, every, we every week we do three zooms just around paperwork. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my operations manager, my transaction coordinator, everybody on my team comes in on three different zooms per week and they help students like you work out your paperwork, okay? okay. So this, this Sunday service, just FYI, is for the free people out there that need free help. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I want, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write an email to molly at pacemorby.com. M-O-L-L-Y, right? Yep, M-O-L-L-Y at pacemorby.com and say, hey, Molly, I was just on a Zoom with, pay, or I was just on a, live with Pace, take a screenshot, take a picture, whatever you got to do and say, can you get on a Zoom with me and help me out with the paperwork? Because I can guarantee you the paperwork's wrong. Okay. Yeah. And, and my team will fix your paperwork for you. Okay. Okay. That'll be everything. perfect. That'll be great. You don't need it. You don't. And just so you know, you here's why you should, if you're a sub two student, here's why you should be coming to Sunday service. <laughs> you should not be coming to Sunday service to get help as a sub, day, a sub two student because you get tremendous amount of help. On, as a sub two student. Just so you know, we do 21 support calls every single week hmm. in sub two for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's okay. amazing. <laughs> you, whatever you, whatever you paid us, you robbed me. This is the greatest, <laughs> this is the greatest thing that you ever, you'll ever do. So here's, here's what, but, but why, why do we do Sunday service? The main reason I do Sunday service is one to help people in the free group. Okay. Mm -hmm. But number two, this is super important for you, Adriana and Mateo to know the second reason we do Sunday service is to take you sub two students and to posture you up. So the people in the free community, the, the free Facebook group and the free people that are here, there's 900 people watching right now. Mm -hmm. They can now come to you as a sub two student that is now going to at some point going to be trained and understand paperwork. They can come to you. Mm -hmm. And this 
podcast that Cody and I do is a way for us to bridge the two groups of people so that the free people can find the students. Does that make sense? Understood. Yeah. So this podcast, when you guys need desperate help, come in and like, if you need desperate help, come in and tell me, Hey, I'm a student. Help me out. <laughs> and I'm glad you did. Okay. But in the future, just so you know, if you go, we have so many zooms where my wife, my transaction coordinator, my ops managers, myself, other leaders in the community, literally we have 11 hours a day of live support, mm -hmm. 11 hours a day of live support. So you have so much help, but anyway, email Molly. She'll look at your paperwork and um, yeah. she'll help you out first thing tomorrow. I'll tell her, I'll tell her to help you out. Okay. Thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. Babe. Thank you, Chris. Welcome to the greatest freaking community on planet Earth. Yeah, very excited. Very excited. <laughs> yes. Super Have excited. you made any friends yet in the last three days? Um, and not yet. No, not but we really. made a few. We made a few in San Diego because we, we were there. We were there. So. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> by the way, guys, here's the thing. The, the, one of the most important things you can do as a new sub two community member is make 50 friends as fast as possible because you're going to need access to private capital. You're going to need people sending you deals. You're going to need all sorts of access to resources all over the country. Make sure you go and make 50 friends as fast as possible. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Good you, to see you. Yeah. All right, man. Okay, cool. So um, here we go, guys. There's a bit.ly link in here. Okay, and here's what I want to challenge you guys to do. I, I've got an appointment set already for the elephant challenge. Okay, Cody's got this all nice and neat. Okay, go to startvirtual.com. I wouldn't go to startvirtual.com personally because it's too many too many steps for me. Yeah. I'll take 42 minutes to answer one question, but I won't look at a website that requires me to scroll down four inches. I'm just saying the deficiencies in my personality are plentiful. That's all. No, this is helpful. This is good feedback. I, you got a bunch of integrators looking at a website. <laughs> yeah. How many of you visionaries in here would look at Start Virtual's website and go, where's the, where's the call now button and then not book a call because you don't see it at the top? Anybody? <laughs> um, I, 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 that's just me. I'm just a weirdo like that. But anyway, um, so here's the thing, guys, for people that just tuned in. Yeah, Joseph says, yeah, that. Daniel Quijano said, yeah, nope, ain't going to happen. Daniel's <laughs> like, I ain't even going to go on a website. <laughs> I mean, how how dumb, how dumb are us visionaries that we literally just like, yeah, Joel says like, yep, visionary problems. For real, dude, we're that dumb. Lisa King says, yep, need the button at the top and big, like flashing. If possible, if possible, have um, bombs and things blowing up and like, gold coming down something like that um okay so perfect i'm gonna answer a couple more questions guys here's what we're gonna be doing i want to remind everybody elephant challenge coming up this week um our zoom we spent thirty-five thousand dollars on our zoom upgrading it from a thousand person account to a five thousand person zoom okay in that process we have now seven thousand people registered make sure that you show up here's the here's the good thing there's probably about 20% of people that don't show up because of work or whatever. The main reason that they actually register for the elephant challenge is so that they can get the, the recordings emailed to them. Because if you, every day that at the end of the day, the recordings get emailed to you, we email them to you for, for you guys for free, which is why we're asking for your email. Okay. Can I sub to someone's membership? No. Okay. Um, D Davey Stun says, Pace, what is scrolling? Of course I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, 
<coughs> visionaries are the worst human beings. I'm a visionary guy, so I totally get it. Um, there we go. Link sent to me, sent me directly to where I need to be set up with start virtual. Amazing. Thank you, Les. So Les is booking a call with start virtual. I booked a call with start virtual today. It's going to be Wednesday at 1 PM, 1 30 PM. So 30 minutes after the elephant challenge, you guys are going to see how fast I get a virtual assistant up and going, booking calls, making things happen. And then that way, when you guys are at your nine to five job or whatever it may be, while you're eating dinner, somebody's calling agents and booking and setting appointments for you to go out and work deals. So we'll be showing you guys how to do that. Okay. A um, couple questions. I, I like this guy, Hector. He looks like he's being really patient right here. Hector, what's up, my guy? I can't hear you. How's it going? Can you hear me? I can hear you, bro. You sound great. All right. Um, I have, well, I'm here in Colorado and Denver and I have a realtor friend that I've been talking to and she brought me a deal with somebody that's trying, while they put their house on the market before it didn't sell, they got a crack in the foundation. And I think that's what's scaring everybody off. They have over 400,000 in equity. They only owe $31,000 to the mortgage and, um, they want me to come with almost a 700 credit score and 25% down. And I told him, I was like, why would I do that? If you can just pull the equity from the home or refinance it, keep the payments to low enough where I can make payments and then also rent it out and also pay, I guess, uh, interest rate and maybe, uh, well, we didn't come up with numbers on that, but pay on the equity that they have available. And they don't want me to do that at all. They keep coming back and fighting with me with the 700 credit score and the 25% down. And I'm thinking it's maybe because I'm not able to actually talk to the seller, the agent oh, yeah. that, 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 that brought it to me is telling the other agent. And then that agent is telling the homeowners or the sellers. Um, so. The number one problem with working with agents is agents are stupid. Yeah. Well, she brought me the lead. You know, she goes, Hector, this looks like something that you want to work on or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, then, you know, tell him this, tell him that. I told her as well. I was like, well, let me talk to them if you need, you know, like, let, let me get on the phone with them and probably explain it to them a little bit better. So, well, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out, see if maybe there's another way to go around it. You know, Hector, there was like this. Did anybody hear about the GIF peanut butter shortage a couple mm -hmm. months ago? Did you hear about that, Hector? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Okay, so Jif had like salmonella or something in their peanut butter, right? And so what they mm -hmm. had to do is they had to take all the peanut butter off of all their shelves. And so my, we, Jif and my family, not only Jif, but we eat reduced fat Jif. Like we're niche within a niche, you know what I'm saying? So my yeah. wife starts telling people, <clears throat> start telling people on Instagram, like, hey, if you guys run into a reduced fat Jif, please let us know. Like we are, you know, we love it and we don't want to eat anything else, blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't believe how many people DM my wife and go, you should try this kind of peanut butter. This is kind of, this is great peanut butter. This is J Jeremy's Justin's peanut butter, blah, 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 whatever. This sounds like your agent friend right now. Trying to throw something down your throat just because you said you like peanut butter doesn't mean you, you'll take any kind of peanut butter. Yeah. She's bringing you the wrong product. Okay. Right. Like what, what is, how does this benefit me? You're bringing me an off brand chunky peanut butter. That doesn't help me. This thing's chunky peanut butter. I don't want it. Yeah. So for me, the first thing I think of is a couple of things. Okay. Do you know what the best negotiating strategy of all time is Hector? No. Okay. 
the best negotiating strategy of all time is to tell somebody like, I'm probably not a buyer for that. Okay. Oh, yeah, so I would tell her, I'm not a buyer for that. And have the confidence to walk away from the deal. Second best negotiation strategy. Okay. Second best mm -hmm. negotiation strategy of all time is having more leads than you know what to do with. So that when one lead brings you chunky peanut butter, you don't worry about it. Correct. Do you know so why do that have... happens? Is Or why this is a great negotiation strategy? Say hi to your wife, by the way. No, that's my sister. Oh, oh hi, sister. She's hi. like, hi. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your sister's name? Nelly. Like the hey, rapper. Nelly, are you into Jif peanut butter? Oh my God, peanut butter and jelly time. No. Okay. Are you are you a Jif fan or are you what what kind of fan are you? The brand. Oh, Jif is good because it's creamy. There you go. So Jif, see what I'm saying? So, um, do you remember when Jif was had a shortage? Are you seriously talking to him? Because I feel yeah, yeah, she's seriously talking. He's seriously talking. Oh my talking. god! Yeah, You're on the wrong set up there watching you. Well, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> okay, so hey, I have a question for you. Oh my god! Yes, sir. Do you remember? Do you remember when there was a peanut butter so shortage, like with Jif a couple months ago? Did you hear about that with the sal salmonella? Uh, I think so. Okay, yeah. never mind. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Come. Let's go. You ruined my story already. It's already over. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say, I stopped up on that stuff. I stopped up. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Anyway, so Hector, you get the analogy, right? It's like, here's the thing is people don't realize that haven't been in this game long enough that um, telling somebody, hey, that I'm not a good fit for that, or I'm, I'm probably not your buyer for that well, really throws. That. And okay, perfect. She told me that it's probably not going to sell because they have a 203k loan buyer going in looking at the property and then they have someone else going in and looking at the property. Okay, got it, got it, got it. But here you go, here you go. So, first negotiation strategy. I'm not your buyer. Wait, he's Second, I'm sorry guys, I'm eating I'm eating granola bar. Sorry. Second best okay. negotiation strategy of all time. Go get more leads, Hector. Yeah. Okay. Because you're not going to yeah. think about this lead as much. You're not going to be sitting there worried about it and calling and following up every single day. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I know, I know, I know, I know. Hold on. You're a smart guy, so you want to, you want to, you don't want to hear my whole story. <laughs> what I find is that when you have the confidence of other leads, you become way better at negotiating with sellers and agents. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would guess, Hector, that you have a lack of leads that you would even worry about or even contemplate thinking about how do I solve this person's problem? Correct. Okay. Now, the third thing, this is something super important. The third best negotiating strategy of all time is the clock. And what do I mean by that? It is waiting people out because mm -hmm. they're not going to sell this property for what they want to sell it for, especially when interest rates go up in eight days. Interest rates are going to go up 0.75%. So the price that they're going to get for the house, it's also the worst time ever in Colorado to buy a house. What? I'm trying to buy one right now. now hold on, Nelly. That's not what I mean. Listen to me. I'm talking about Nelly. Where are you? Why are you running away? Um, I don't have peanut butter. I'm getting pizza. I hear okay, you. I, okay, got it. So Nelly, you don't want to know why it's why it's a bad time to buy a house in in Colorado? Why? Because it's cold outside and buyers don't are not going out and looking at houses right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what's happening. By the way, Rachel Schwartz is one of my mastermind students. She can help you out if you ever need help. She's awesome. Okay, okay so 
it's cold outside. So what happens when it's cold outside, even when it rains here in Arizona, it doesn't get cold here, but it rains. And what happens is when it rains, less buyers are looking at properties. In Utah, Colorado, I used to live in Parker, <laughs> Colorado, by the way, just near you guys. Mm-hmm. In the winter in Parker, the real estate market takes a, a, it slows down, not because the market's not good, Nelly. It's that <clears throat> it's because there's less buyers out on the streets looking at houses. It's cold. Okay, and guess what is the worst time to buy or to sell a house as a seller? Christmas and New Year's. Christmas and New Year's. So guess what's going to happen, Hector, over the next 30 days? These people are going to have their all these other potential buyers and all these other offers are all going to fall through. They're all going to fail. And your creative finance option is going to be the only thing that they they can get their full $400,000 of equity out of the deal. Well, that's what I told her. I was like, well, this ain't the deal for me. I was like, right now it's not working out. I was like, they're like, I just don't understand their strategy on it. I like, but just let them know that when it doesn't sell or whatever for them to reach back out to us or me and let's get a deal done over there with that. And so I'm there waiting you go. on it. You got it, man. You just, what are you in? Are you in a sleeping bag right now? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, uh, on the air mattress. I love it, dude. This is this is what people do when it's Colorado. You get all snuggled up. <laughs> hey, Nelly, what do you what kind of pizza did you order? I didn't. He uh, did. Chicken, tomato, Romano's, spinach, jalapeno, pineapple. You say jalapeno like a Hispanic says jalapeno. I'm Hispanic, man. Jalapeno. I, <laughs> I love it. So, hey, um, so I'm fixing to join your sub two community here by. No, it's the worst, bro. It's the worst thing you'll ever do. Don't do it. Just here there you go you got you got angie go find angie she helps a lot of people do a lot of deals in the elephant challenge she did she's done like nine or ten deals with brand new people and never done a deal before okay well she's one of my leaders she's one of my mastermind students she's gangster nice okay angie milizano can you guess if she's hispanic uh (laughs) yes She's not. That's a bro. That's the most Italian name ever. Milizano. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I think her her husband uh, just accepted my friend request on Facebook too. Milinazo. Milinazo. (laughs) Hey, Paige. I have a question. Yeah. Well, no. Maybe you have a solution. I'm on a time. Time. She is trying to purchase a house the traditional way with uh, FHA. I think she's been approved for three seventy five. And she has to be so the lease ends on the apartment in February. Mm-hmm. So she has till February to purchase a house. Mm-hmm. What's the question? Yeah. Well, I'm not a time limit, but like you said, it's not the best time to buy a house or a no, condo. A- I'm sorry, it's not the best time to sell a house. It's a horrible time to sell a house because the mar- it's cold, oh. the interest rates are going up. For, but for a buyer, it's here's the thing, Nelly. Sir. Buy the damn house. <laughs> I mean, are you guys paying? Are you guys paying rent right now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then shit, you're only making people like me rich. Go buy a house. <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what I love, uh, Nelly. I love when I look at a sea of people, and you know what I think of. Here's what I think of. I think of thirty percent. Every time I see a random human being, I think of the number 30%. Do you know what that is? That's the percent of your income on average that you pay towards your rent. Mm-hmm. For him, right? No, period for him. Everybody, nationwide. 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 All my tenants. 
You know what's great about real estate is I have an army of tenants going out and working for their bosses and 30% of their income that they go and work for. They think they're making that money for their family. They're only making that money for my family. <laughs> okay. So this is what you need to be doing. You need to go buy real estate, Nellie. Now here's, here's, a, there's a couple of cool things that you can do. Okay. You're in, um, you're in Colorado area. Denver. Okay. Or Aurora. I can tell you right now, if you go t tap into one of my students, it's a sub two student um, in Denver area that has access to MLS. I can tell you right now that you will find a seller finance deal on the MLS right now. But with the seller finance deal, that requires a substantial down payment, depending on what the terms the are. The average down payment that I've paid on a seller finance deal is less than 5%. Average. Gee, I was doing like mm. three. 3.5. 3.5 is what they told me. You know the difference between me and somebody else and, and, and the amount of money they put down on deals? Mm. No. My ability to tell stories. <laughs> Negotiations. Conversations. Nelly, you seem like a lighthearted, charismatic, amazing human being. English. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, she don't understand any of those words. <laughs> okay, you're you're doomed. My kid tells me I'm very vibrant. I'm like, quit cursing at me. Uh, and so, guys, Hector, do me a favor. Okay, reach out to Angie. Have Angie pull. She's she's an agent in Denver. She'll help you out. Okay. She's one okay. of my students. She's a mastermind student. She's a friend. She's amazing. Okay, reach out to her. Um, Angie, okay. find Hector. F figure each other out. He'll buy you pizza, chicken, Romano, jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, well, thank I'm you, still Hector. joining Appreciate the it. sub two community because I want to get into the gator lending. Um, uh, I got my prime phone call tomorrow at two. To, but I got an LLC already doing remodeling. And so I guess I'm. I'm sure I did something wrong because I did it by myself. If you, yeah, I'm one, I would bet my left and my right pinky that you did it wrong. So I got a phone call with them tomorrow and I'll be setting that up tomorrow because I do want to get into the Gator community. I know the only way to get into it is through the sub two student. The only the way, the only way to get into it is to find a uh, Jif peanut butter, reduced fat and send me a whole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Hector, yeah. thank you so much, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right, guys, we are 13 minutes late on this Sunday service. We had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We had 850 people on average watching us live. We'll probably end up having about 30,000, 40,000 people download this in the future. For all of you guys downloading this in the future, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for subscribing to the channel. Uh, thank Cody for hanging tight with me as I told stories about jalapenos and Jif peanut butter and all of that kind of stuff. We will see you guys on the Elephant Challenge. Go to pacegives.com to register for the Elephant Challenge. We will be doing multifamily agent and broker outreach, utilizing a virtual assistant that I will be hiring from startvirtual.com. Make sure you guys go to startvirtual.com, get ahead of it. I have an appointment. You guys will see me book that appointment, hire a VA, and get them setting appointments for me. Um, and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be super dope. Um, appreciate you guys tremendously. Sorry, Skip B., Dustin, Hector, uh, we answered Hector, but uh, Dustin, if you if you have a Dustin, if you have a quick thirty second one, I'll I'll do it really quick for you. Uh, I, I, maybe I can try. It's so I got a deal that I've been um, that's been on the market about ninety days. It's fallen out of contract twice. This was a direct to agent outreach. Mm -hmm. I was pitching creative options to him. He can't do sub two because it's a reverse mortgage. 
which I understand is just really difficult. To Wait, do. why so, wouldn't you? Why can't you do? I would tell people to stay away from reverse mortgage depending on your exit strategy. Why would you want to stay from reverse mortgage in this situation? Just because that's what I tell people? Just because that's what I'd heard. Yeah. Okay. So really reverse mortgage, there's two, there's two situations that I would take a, a reverse mortgage down sub two. Number one, the seller is still alive. Mm -hmm. He's not. Okay. okay. He's dead. So there's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Number two is if I'm going to flip it. Okay. Are you going to flip it? Is it short or is it you want to hold this thing long term? I was looking to hold it. Okay, that you definitely don't do this. The person's dead and you want to hold it. I would not be taking it sub two. Yes. So I was going to pitch him a Morby method. There isn't any problem with the Morby method on that. Is there as long as I come in with a loan large enough to take care of the reverse, the reverse mortgage? mortgage? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's what I was looking to do. I like that. River, a, pay, a Morby method m makes a lot of sense. Okay. And then my other question on that was, um, if this is a direct to agent outreach and I was going to pitch him a uh, dual representation on it, should I still use a TC to do the paperwork, even though he's going to want to use his own contract? Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell you something interesting, Dustin. I've never done a real estate transaction without a TC. Okay. Ever in my life. Like it makes sense. simple wholesale stuff. And, and there's a couple of reasons why I could go into this, but for me, I want to be a scaled business owner. And so I want to be in the process and, and um, flow of constantly hiring people to help me. For a couple hundred bucks on a deal that you're going to make a bunch of money on, I think having the confidence of having a TC involved in it, it gives you just everything you need. Yeah, that makes sense. That's great. Great question. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Cody Barton, everybody, we will see you on Wednesday. 1 p.m. Arizona time for the Elephant Challenge, pacegives.com. And um, can I use a sub-2 community TC? I'm in Utah. No, sorry, we don't do things for people in Utah. I'm sorry. All you jello eaters and ice cream eaters, we don't do things for people in Utah. I'm so sorry. Very, very sorry. Um, Cody, you got anything to say to every, anybody on here? No, I mean, I, I think uh, <clears throat> how you started the call is how, how I want to end it. You know, you, we're already in 2023. January is already here. If you want to, you know, getting deals going right now, most likely there's, those are going to be closing in the new year. So what you do today, what you do tomorrow, what you do this week, you're going to be benefiting at the beginning of the new year. So it's time for action. It's not time to just be relaxing all December. If you got goals, you got to take action now. Later, guys. Oh.